The presidential motorcade had just passed through heavy crowds in downtown Dallas and was circling through the fringes of the business district when three shots suddenly rang out. Destroying the media lies and dismantling the narratives. One story at a time. It's the Adrian Slate Show. Coronavirus vaccination marketing and the push for everyone to be vaccinated has been a one-size-fits-all application. And you know that if you've listened to my podcast at all, I keep bringing this up. This can't. There's more nuance to this. It can't all be put into a get the vaccine or lose your job or get the vaccine or don't go to uh, an entertainment event. You know, we can't we can't have this one size fits all mandate. You can't leave the country, go on a cruise ship if you don't have the vaccine. What if you're an individual who has autoimmune issues or has other medical issues that could be exacerbated by this vaccination that causes myocarditis, you know, the inflammation of the heart, blood clots. There's a lot of stuff that's happened with this vaccination that because it's not a vaccination, it doesn't make you immortal. It doesn't make you immune. You don't just suddenly I'll never get the virus if I just take the shot. No, it just makes you handle the effects of contracting coronavirus a little bit easier. If you're in certain age ranges, 65 and older, you know, if you're in your mid 20s, mid 30s, probably not a good idea to take it because even if you do get it, you're going to be able to handle it better without the vaccination. I mean, most of the people I know that have gotten the vaccination that were within that age range, they were out for like a week. And the most unlikely individual in the most unlikely situation has brought this entire discussion to the forefront. And his name is Pete Parada. Now, Pete Parada is the drummer for The Offspring. And I know you're out there going, okay, all right, The Offspring, but got to keep them separated. You know, uh, they're that one-trick pony that just puts out novelty songs, you know, like Pretty Fly for a White Guy or The Life Goes On or whatever. Um, they came up in the California skate punk uh i don't want to say hardcore because it's more punk and it towed the line of mall punk uh that era but i mean you can't deny offspring's first album ignition was pretty badass you can't deny the songs that weren't singles nitro um killhead power boy uh you know some of the songs that were uh I'm not the one. Some of the songs on Smash that weren't hits were pretty friggin' awesome, too. And that is all due to bad religion, because the punk scene from California that spawned the eventual mall punk garbage of Blink-182 and all that stuff that came out, that sugary pop punk, goes back to bad religion. Bad religion... uh, you know, the singer Greg has said that he got the idea for the vocals that they used to do by sitting on the front porch singing old Southern gospel hymns. You know, that's where the three part harmonies come into play 
And that's a pretty cool little addition to how early bad religion was. But their politics are just horrible because they're on the left coast. They're they're leftist. You know, when I grew up in hardcore and punk, there wasn't a political side that the uh, music scene would pick. But on the left coast and what eventually formed into your green days and blink 182s and those all that garbage was what came from bad religion after, you know, years of JFA, you know, seven seconds, uh, descendants, uh, you know, agent orange who I saw in concert quite a few times. I mean, that scene eventually refined the way that they were writing music and, then Bad Religion took it a whole step forward and everyone else copied them. But there were some bands that were good coming up out of that scene. You had Pulley, uh, Pennywise, obviously my favorite. Um, actually, if you want to go and get the one libertarian, and I'm talking true libertarian, punk album, get All or Nothing from Pennywise with uh, Zolt, uh, or Zoli, I think his name is. I can't remember. The singer, he used to sing for a, a punk band called Ignite. And uh, he, he and uh, uh, Fletcher decided to write a more Ron Paul-esque album, which is the only album out of the entire Pennywise collection that takes that viewpoint because the singer, Jim, he was no longer in the band anymore, and he really was a leftist. He's back with them. I can deal with that because I'm not one who's going to be emotionally invested in political ideology over my music. Although these days I'm starting to think that because maybe I don't need to buy your CD because you're going to weaponize your politics against me, the listener. But regardless of that, the drummer from The Offspring, now they've gone through quite a few drummers. And keep in mind, this drummer was the drummer that joined them, I think, in 2007. But he's actually got a pretty good punk background. I mean, you know, he, uh, Pete Parada was on standard. He was with Face to Face, okay? Face to Face, a band I love, okay? Now they may come out of the California scene and maybe a mid to late 90s uh, punk offering. So they're not with that original scene that was out back in the late 80s, early 90s, or, you know, mid to late 80s. That doesn't matter because they still wrote really good music and they still kept it true to form, except for one album where they experimented with more of a, a rock flavor. And it's actually good songwriting, so I can't fault him for it. But he was with Face to Face, Standards and Practices, great album, good, good straight, straight up punk. Um, it followed up with Ignorance is Bliss. That's the album I was talking about where they kind of took a more rock turn. But then... You had my favorite face-to-face -face album, Reactionary. And Reactionary was pretty cool. Songs like Disappointed. Um, basically, the idea behind the album was that all their fans would be able to hear bits and pieces of the ideas of the songs, the demos of the songs, and vote for the track listing order that they want. And that's the order that they ended up putting it in. And it was really cool. It's a great album, by the way. I mean, I go download face-to-face -face Reactionary. But... Pete played on that album as well. And he's a pretty good, solid drummer. The fact that he has had to make the choice now as to whether or not he's going to stay in, uh, in the offspring, all because of a vaccination, is pretty crazy. But at the same time, it also is bringing up the argument that I've been wanting people to have 
I've been wanting people to bring up this argument. And we're going to get into this thread that he put out and get into the nitty gritty behind it in just a moment. Back in a second. This is Adrian Slade. Okay, so as I was setting the table, giving you the background behind the drummer uh, from the offspring that left recently, uh, and a lot of people, again, if you don't know that scene, you're only going to think of, God, I keep them separated, or, you know, about gun control and mass shooting in schools. You're going to think about pretty fly for a white guy. You're not going to think about the fact that there was a time when offspring actually had some pretty good, you know, in your face punk. There was a time where Pete Parada was with a band who was a legendary staple in later mid to late 90s punk face to face. But he's had some issues with uh, the whole vaccination thing. And I think he brings up probably the best point that I've heard. He's got a 17 tweet thread that I want to read. He says, I've got some unfortunate and difficult news to share. I know many of my close friends and family would prefer to hear this privately first, and I apologize for the nature of my disclosure, but I don't know how else to have this conversation but multiple times. Um, Given my personal medical history and the side effect profile of these jabs, my doctor has advised me not to get the shot at this time. I caught the virus over a year ago, and it was mild for me, so I'm confident I'd be able to handle it again, But I'm not so certain I'd survive another post-vaccination round of uh, Julian Barr syndrome, which dates back to my childhood and has evolved to be progressively worse over my lifetime. Unfortunately for me and my family, who is hoping to keep me around a little bit longer, the risk far outweigh the benefits. Since I'm unable to comply with what is increasingly becoming an industry mandate, It has recently been decided that I'm unsafe to be around in the studio and on tour. I mention this because you won't be seeing me at any of these upcoming shows. I also want to share my story so that anyone else experiencing the agony and isolation of getting left behind right now knows they're not entirely alone. I have no negative feelings towards my band. They're doing what they believe is best for them. Most likely, they're probably being told by the record label, by the venues, by, uh, you know, tour managers, oh, you can't go on the road unless you get the vaccination. I mean, hell, you know, uh, Netflix told us we got to be in this together. And uh, Amazon said, you know, uh, take the vaccine. So we all need to do it. And MSNBC, NBC, CBS, ABC is all telling us that we're all going to die if we don't. But so maybe they're doing what's best for them. But Back to the thread, while I'm doing the same, wishing the entire Offspring family all the best as they get back at it. See, and I mean, that's pretty cool. He's actually not holding it against them because it's probably a lot of pressure from the outside. I mean, hell, they're probably playing a lot of state fairs and state fairs aren't going to let them play unless they have the vaccination. I'm sorry, I don't mean to rip on the Offspring. Yeah, typically state fairs are where uh, past heavyweights with number one hits go to die. But anyways, he goes back on to say, I'm heartbroken not to be seeing my road community and I'll be missing uh, connecting with my fans more than I can express in words. While the reason for not getting this jab is medical, I want to make sure I'm not carving out a space that is only big enough for me. I need to state unequivocally that I support informed consent 
which necessitates choice unburdened by coercion. That's what we've been doing here at the Adrian Slade Show podcast. That's where uh, Steve Dace, Jesse Kelly, uh, Dana Lash has been bringing it out. Um, you know, Alex Berenson, Phil Kirpin. There's been a lot of people, rational, was it rational ground? There's been a lot of, Daniel Horowitz has been awesome on this. There's a lot of individuals out there where you have to go to to find the information because they're providing the best information and the most skeptical on not only the medical side, but the public policy effects. And you have to put all that together to get the full picture as to whether or not the entire nation needs to shut down over something medical and whether the medical is actually worth being medical. I do not find it ethical or wise to allow those with the most power, government, corporations, organizations, employers, to dictate medical procedures to those with the least power. Amen, my brother. There are countless folks like me for whom these shots carry a greater risk than the virus. Most of us don't publicly share a private decision we made in careful consideration with our doctors. We know it's not an easy conversation to unfold. If it looks like half the population is having a shockingly different reaction to these jabs than what was expected, it's probably because their life experiences have actually been shockingly different. And their reasons range from a, con a conscious risk-benefit analysis to the financial inability to be able to take time off from work, lack of health care in the event of a potential side effects, to an understandable distrust in a system that has never prioritized the health or well-being of their communities. I hope we can learn to make room for all perspectives and fears that are happening currently. Let's avoid the unfortunate tendency to dominate, dehumanize, and shout down at each other. The hesitant population is not a monolithic group. All voices deserve to be heard. They don't deserve to be yanked off of YouTube and silenced and banned from social media that they have to go to Rumble and they have to go to Gab and other alternative websites just to be able to post what they feel is good factual evidence that they are rock solid on. But, you know, it's a whole nother to do. Going back to the thread. In the meantime, I'm in the midst of launching a project and releasing some music with my daughter. So please stay tuned for all of that. I deeply appreciate your understanding and support as my family and I find a new way forward. Sending love to everyone who has been impacted by this pandemic and all the ways lives have been lost and altered. Which I said good on him. You know, so many need to understand that this vaccination push needs to be viewed with nuance. Especially for those who, are phys uh, who physically can't take them. And it's not a one-size-fits-all shot mandating. Uh, that's not the way to do this. So I'm glad to see he's standing his ground and putting a line in the sand. And he's getting some unintended consequences himself. Spending time with his daughter, being able to work on music together with, as a family. I mean, I, you know, I don't know the financial situation. I don't know the, uh, the sacrifice it took for Mr. Parada to do what he did. But I will say this. Let's leave this short podcast with a good face-to-face -face track with Mr. Parada playing the drums.
come on now. With a chorus that says, right now you're like the others, your thoughts are not your own. Try thinking for yourself now. Act on what you know. That, to me, sums up how we should be thinking of the entire coronavirus pandemic. I'm Adrian Slade. Thanks for tuning in. Check out the podcast, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, Spreaker. Tune in, iHeart. Get the free channel in your Roku streaming device. Go to the Roku streaming channel store and get the Adrian Slade show. You can also donate anchor.fm slash Adrian Slade slash support and uh, call 1-929-GO-GO-USA. Leave a message. Be on the show. I'm going to leave you with one more face-to-face song from Reactionary called Icons. See you guys.